Welcome, my chingus, to episode 40 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Spica, Kiss and Cry, Guyan, Shannon, XXXY, or Jexy, and Sunny Hill. Steven, and with me is my co-host, Josh. Hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Hi. That's my noise. How's it going? Hi. Um, I don't know why that's my go-to voice for making fun of you. Are you angry? No, I'm angry. Are you angry? Right, you sip that water. Um, Hi, th- angry. <laughs> this Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the week's K-Pop news and music video releases, and each week, Josh and I decide on the best song of the week. Um, and this week, I am picking the best song of the week. Mm-hmm. We alternate. Thank God. <laughs> and, 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 you know, last week, if you listen to last week's episode, it yeah. was it was such a dry week last week until we got down to, like, the last three songs, and they were freaking smash hits. Like, I can't tell you how many times we listened to Four Minute, Royal Pirates, and Airway, Airway Miniskirt, yeah. like... I mean, those, are, we, those are on our playlist for, like, a good long time. You were over at my house. It was on repeat. I think I listened like nine times. It was ridiculous. like in a row. We're just like, yo, with that four minute song. Oh, oh, so good. Um, this week, not not like last week. It was similar that it was a light week mm-hmm. because February, the next couple of weeks are going to be huge. Yeah, because so a lot many of, groups. Yeah, a lot of the groups are pushing back a lot of their their you know. Yeah. Come back until February. Yeah, it's it's Lunar New Year week or Lunar New New Year's just passed, so that's why everybody's not doing doing anything. Um, They're so, resting. Yeah, for once. And you know, if we had shot this episode earlier, like um, I'll talk more about scheduling and stuff. But yeah. normally, we would have recorded this like five days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there would have been there would have been like three things. There would have been really like nothing. Yeah. So, anyway, it's very light week. Mm-hmm. The songs are were not the best, uh, but I still picked a favorite. Um, I, I will say, in all, all honesty, it is not anywhere close to being like last week's. Yeah, it's not anywhere close. Like, and this song compared to like any of the three songs that we just mentioned last week, like those songs would beat this song. Oh, by I'm like sorry. four times. I'm sorry, um, just really dry week. But anyways, uh, my song for this week, the best song of the week, is by Spica with their song "You Don't Love Me." You don't love me. Ha! Only not you. 
missing. No, maybe. No, not good girl, bad girl. Uh, um, yeah, Spica. Um, now, we did a reaction video to this, but uh, in general, um, I didn't really know about Spica. I, I know the name, but none of the songs had any impact on me. Um, and Josh, kind of the opposite. You really, really like Spica. You always wish that they had, like, a better song, right? Yeah, like, they, more had, breakouts they had a better song. Because they, they, they have maybe about two or three mediocre songs. I wouldn't say they're, like, really, really great because they aren't. But, like, the girls can sing. They're really attractive. Uh, yeah, you always said they can sing really well. Mm -hmm. And I think this music video really shows that, especially in the first, like, 10, 15 seconds. Because it's kind of like a solo, like, belting kind of. Kind of just riff. Like, just go riff girls. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. Like, it, that's a really good way to start a music video. Because it's like, oh, dang, these girls can sing. Uh -huh. I'm in. And then, of course, the, you know, the first girl they show is the visual girl. And she's mm -hmm. really cute. Um, but, you know, while the song was better than I than all the songs this week, it still was missing a little bit to me. It, um, yeah. I, I'm not sure what it was missing. I can't really pinpoint, like, where I would say. Some brave song? This, like, this song would be better, right? Yeah, like, like they sang really well in it. Like they had an English part, chorus, yeah. which I usually liked. Yeah. Um, but I just think it was, like, I don't, I don't really know it's how to quantify. Missing, it. Yeah, it was just missing something. If we could tell you what it is, then you know we'd be hit producers or composers or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, it just didn't have that that extra little push to make it. Yeah, a breakout song. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna actually. Um, I haven't yet, but I'm gonna download this song, and I, maybe after a couple more listen to listens, I, I will enjoy it more. Yeah, um, I mean, because it, yeah. I didn't really listen to this song that much. I mean, there are songs that as you listen to them, they kind of grow on you just because yeah. uh, the singers are good or it's just a good melody, and you it's hard to hear unless you have it like directly in your ears. Yeah. Some songs they sound better earphone than they you know sound blasting. Maybe it's the bass or like a melody. Like underlying melody you can't hear, um, but yeah, that happened. Yeah. I think with one of those songs we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. where you got to hear it in a better environment, mm -hmm. um, it'll be better. But you know, I, I do look forward to more speaker releases now more mm -hmm. than I used to, because I used to be like, "Spick is a dumb name." Are, do you like? Are you trying to root for your animals? Like what? Spick is like is, some, is the name of some star or something like that. Something oh yeah, we looked it up. Right, like it's like some star. In the constellation, there. And we're like, whatever. Their names are names. But seriously, there's some dumb names. And actually, all names are dumb. We talked about this, I think, in a reaction video. Just all names are dumb. And then I know we got a comment that was like, no, there's some good ones, like EXO and Shiny. I'm like, those are dumb too. Those are dumb. All dumb. Girls' Generation, dumb. Like, Wonder Girls, dumb. Like, they're all dumb. You know, Microsoft is a dumb name. Apple is a really dumb name. But. Once it's famous, it's it doesn't it's, matter. It's okay. It doesn't matter if you're famous and you have a dumb name, but everyone kind of has a dumb name. Steven is a dumb name. Um, you lost. <laughs> you lost the point I was trying to make. But thank, thank you for going there. Um, it is dumb because why is this pronounced Steven? Was Step spelled ph English. Um, but anyways, let's talk about the second video. What? What am that? What am that? The second song is Kiss and Cry with their song Domino Game.
Jason Cry is uh, the brand new debut of uh, a girl group. Four brand members new presence. Right. Four four girls. Four girls. Uh, I I feel like they have pretty strong vocals. Uh, Domino Game has a very like kind of a Latin feel to it. Yeah. Um, very very high tempo. Um, I liked a lot of parts of the choreography in the song. Overall, the debut is decent, better than most, I would say. But I mean, I'm not a. It didn't turn me into a Kiss and Cry fan, whatever they're called, if they have a name yet. I mean, I don't think that, they usually don't get a name until like a they year get, or two, they, or they get like kind of bigger. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You want to come into a name until you know you have fans. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, I kind of agree. Like, uh, we were re-listening to the song right before this podcast. And, like, after a minute, I, like, just zoned out because I was like, this kind of just sounds insane. I mean, they, they can sing decently well. Um, mm-hmm. Not as good as Spick, I don't think. But granted, I don't know. Maybe the song choices, you know, they yeah. could. They could. So, I mean, some, um, some songs kind of will showcase, like, singing chops more than others. So yeah. It's hard to judge. But, the I mean, the choreography was okay. Um, they had like a spinning shiny, a spinning arm kind of deal. I like that. that. Was pretty cool. But I kind of, eh, kiss and cry, kiss and cry is a whatever name. Domino um, games also kind of whatever name. I mean, it bothered me that it's called Domino Game and not once in the music video do they play dominoes. Why would you be playing dominoes in a? Doesn't make any sense. It's like okay, let's no. cut to the girls playing dominoes. What do you mean it makes sense? Like they show them with like poker chips and cards in their hands, like. They could have at least put dominoes in there somewhere. What do you mean that makes sense? Fucking music videos don't make sense. What are you talking about? Very true, actually. Very true. A lot of K-pop music videos don't make well, sense. Well, you're like 21. Why are they on a be- Why are they on a beach? Why are they looking at dudes playing basketball? Like, what do you mean that, that makes sense? You got me there. I don't uh, have to say to that. You stumped me. K-pop doesn't make sense. I hate you. Everybody knows that. Well, um, next time, kiss and cry. You know, I, I'm definitely. Uh, not yeah. excited. Excited is not the word. You're on our radar, but it's on the radar. Like when your next single comes out, like I'll, I'll, I'll we'll be, be more like, oh, kiss and cry. We'll remember them. Like, yeah, let's go yeah. to the video. More so than than many other groups that have debuted. That many other groups that we don't even talk about on the podcast because, mm-hmm. uh, like every week, there's usually about ten to thirty music videos that get released, and we like don't talk about most people. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about the big, the big, big, big music video of released, this yeah. week. And that is Gain with her song, Fuck You.
Excuse um, you. Now, Gain has, of course, always been kind of the 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 sexy. Not not even sexy is not the right word. She's always been the. She's always like kind of stood out amongst K-pop as like different. Like something about her is different. Like she acts really, really like sultry or kind of like you know. I was gonna say slutty. I I, I don't know why I held back. Uh, slutty's not the right word, also, but I mean, like slutty, slutty for K-pop sense. Like she's always been really in your face with her. Like, <clears throat> you know what no, I'm saying? I I don't like the word slutty in general. I'm not gonna use that word, but. I, mean, I was trying to think of a better word, but I can't. She's always she she's always really risque. That's the word I would no. use. Risque. Risque is not the word I would use. Risque would be like in the seventies, and you're watching like someone show a little bit thigh. Oh, like, do you know like do this you know girl? English? Like risque is like. All right. I mean, I I to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> do you know English? <laughs> I only teach English. Um. Well, I just don't use risque, like, for those kind of things. Like, when I see a girl, like, looking a little hoe-baggy, like, I'm going to say that she's slutty, like, to be honest. Like, when I see her in videos, I always think she's, like, she's a little too head-on. Like, she always seems a little hoe-baggy to me. Like, I know that's her image. I'm not, like, hating on her for anything. Um, but, you I mean, know, you that's can't, just what... I, you can't not hate on someone when you call them a slut, though. I don't mean she, like, she sucks dick for money. I just mean, like, she just looks a little hoe-baggy, like... Every time I see her, I think she's wearing, like, an outfit that... She's always wearing, like, really thick eyeliner. Um, that's, her, that's her look, though. That doesn't matter. That's what a fucking prostitute's look like. like. You can't just be like, that's her look. Like, yeah, that's her look. She looks, like, kind of slutty. Mm, I want to say she's, like, prostitute slutty. Like, I, didn't, I didn't say she was a prostitute. Like, like when you say, like... So, okay, like that type of like. That's why I said I didn't. I said she doesn't look like she's sucking no dick. That's like, not what I'm saying. For me, Megan Fox, that is something that's like, mm Like she hot, but mm Like sure. Gaian is not Megan Fox status to me. Gaian is just like, okay, you're like mm, a little bit too much before like it got really popular. But it's like, I mean, she might um, be a little Megan Foxy for me. I'm not saying in general. I'm mm. saying for me. Like when I when I see her sometimes, I'm like, she looks like she gonna wreck your dick. Like I she really, I really dick. think that sometimes. <laughs> she go, how she gonna wreck my dick? Like it's it very accentuated to see her in the K-pop world for me. Mm. Like if I saw her in America, I'd be like, you're just a 15 year old girl. <laughs> like whatever. Uh, but when I, I don't know, whenever I see her on things, like I I just watched a video of her like getting up on a table on a talk show and doing a sexy dance, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, whenever I see her in, just in things, in uh, uh, in Brown Eyed Girl things. Yeah, well, her and Brown Eyed um, Girls are kind of like, like, the, like the antithesis of like what K-pop was back in the day. Like K-pop, sure. There was a really, really big trend for a while of like being cutesy and egyo and all of that. And Brown Eyed Girls was like, we go suck your dick. Like, yeah. Really, and and like, I know we're gonna get poop for me, especially saying that. But, you know, this is my podcast. Like, I'm going to just be real. Like, I-, I just think she doesn't look like somebody I want to be around. Uh, and she always gives off this kind of slutty image to me. Mm. Um, she, like, in the faux slutty way. Not the, like I said, not the almost like young dick way. Like, she's portraying this type of image. Like, we all know, like, these K-pop stars are probably not this way. They're probably, like, sheltered and awkward socially yeah, right sure, sure. but 
I'm sure she's not like that. But it's just everything I see her in, whether it's a clip from here or a music video, she's just always acting too sexy for her own good. Like similarly, it's like Hyona sometimes. Like I see Hyona a lot, and I'm like, you're that's, just too sexy for your own good. That's what I would equate it to. Hyona and Gain are kind of like the same for me. Like Hyona is is sexy to that point, or she acts sexy to that point where I'm not attracted to her. Yeah, and I think sure. that I, I also feel the same with Gain. Like Gain kind of acts sexy to that point where I'm just like. I'm not down with that. Like, yeah, I think Guy you, does it better than Hyona. Because Hyona so. kind of has like a little little girl like cute face. Um, at least to me. Like, like she looks like she could be like bubblegum, but then she'll do like a fucking, you know, twerking in your face. And you're like, oh, all right. Like, well, supposedly Hyona's like really, really like shy, supposedly, but who knows? I don't know where the fake begins well, and where the fake ends. Enough talking about Gaian. Let's talk about Gaian's video. That's right. That's Let's right. Talk about Gaian's video. Now we did, of course, a big reaction to this, and we got a lot of we we got a lot of support. Decent, we got a lot of support. We thank you for support. Um, but we also got you know a little bit of hate, which we expected. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the music video, if you haven't seen it, you should go watch it because you want to experience kind of this yourself. But the music video is like this, at times straight up, but at times very artistic kind of uh thing about marital abuse or rape or just not like, really sure it's kind of um, so to summarize what the video is kind of about there's allegedly some, there's some scenes where a guy and this this male actor are kind of like embracing and like oh we have no one else in the world but us two and there are some times where they're just like spitting each other's faces like grabbing yeah. each other's throats like really really abusive yeah. um kind of relationship traits and and then there's some artistic stuff in there yeah. that, like blood splatter that we yeah. don't understand and it might have to stuff. do with you know putting your rape. face in a cake it might, that was really strange i was like yeah. i laughed at that part i was like or like sprawling he's like sprawling on the floor for no reason I don't yeah know. so i mean a lot of people will think the video kind of has like a rape kind of statement yeah. made or abuse statement made and for us, it's kind of hard to believe because K-pop is K-pop. And, and even you know, when you're talking about Hyuna and Gain, like, K-pop is K-pop. It's a machine. Like, it pumps out things that people want to see. And honestly, I'm, I'm not too sold that Gain was trying to make, like, a, a, a PSA about rape or, like, relationship abuse. I think it was just kind of like, okay, let's try to act really, really, like, fierce at each other to show, like, a tumultuous relationship, mm. you know? Because when you look at the lyrics, it's kind of like off again, on again, off again, on again. Like yeah. you it's like I love you, but I want to bad for me, yeah. kind of deal. Like we've heard those types of songs, but when you match it with this type of video, it's kind of like, oh, that's eh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like the, the main kind of point is that yeah, let's just assume it is what most people think it is, which is a statement on abuse and how bad it is, and right. right. And we're like, we get that. We fully get that. We even said before, I mean, during our reaction, we're like, we get that it's about this. And, you know, I guess props for her for doing that. But it all comes down to the fact that I don't want to hear a song or watch a music video about abuse and or rape. I just don't. It, even it doesn't matter if it's K-pop or not. Like, even if it's rock, rap, nothing. I don't want to watch or do anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of people are like, oh, you just don't understand you know, you're not giving her props for doing her thing. And I'm like, no, she can do her, her thing. Props all she wants. It don't mean I like yeah. it, right? Like, there's, 
okay, let's not lie. Like, you're going to like what you're going to like, right? Sure. People like what they like, and I appreciate someone who's honest about what they say rather than, you know, try to shoot and cook things. And we did not like this video. We did not like sure. the song. Like, when we listened to it, the song's actually it wasn't, it wasn't, not bad. It wasn't, not yeah, bad. it wasn't bad. Like, I wouldn't, like, necessarily put it on my place and listen to it all the time. But this video, I was like, this video makes me uncomfortable. I don't like watching it. Like, I, I don't get any entertainment out of this. And that is kind of why we watch K-pop music yeah. videos. We're like, oh, we want to get entertained. We want to hear something about it, right? Like, music, yeah, it is an art form. And, yeah, you're going to, you yeah, know. You can do what you want. Yeah, you can do what you want with it. Doesn't mean we'll have to like it, though. Yeah, but let's be real. Me and Steven, <laughs> we're here to consume, like, K-pop. Yeah. Like, and things that we like about K-pop. And we didn't like it. Yeah, my, my go-to example is like, uh, you know, starving children in Africa is bad. Like, that's a horrible issue. We got to help fix that. I don't want to watch a video about starving children in Africa. And I don't want to hear a song about starving children in Africa. And I think most people would agree on that. Like, I don't want to hear a song that's like, I ain't got no food, now I'm dying, my stomach's blown. Like, I don't want to hear that song. You're not going to get um, entertainment from that. Yeah. But right. but people are like, oh, this is about rape, though. This is a real issue and since it means something that makes the video better and i'm like no 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 it doesn't like granted there are songs that like are making a statement and you can still get some sort of like intrinsical entertainment value from it right like there are some songs that are about like real life things like about your father dying or something sure or about you know whatever whatever it, and those will like make a statement yeah. and i'll still enjoy that song sometimes like a better example would be like if I go to the movie expecting a romantic comedy, mm -hmm. I don't want to see a fucking documentary about marital abuse. Like, um, so our thing is we 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 go to K-pop for the romantic comedy, the bubbly kind of sometimes sexy maybe you know mm -hmm. fun kind of deal. Um, and this is just not 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 our thing. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to take away what from what Gaian is trying to do if she really yeah. is trying to do that. Um, but to be honest, even if the point was to talk, like, talk about that, I don't even think the video does a good job of it. I don't think um, so. Because to me, it doesn't seem like, because you have those elements. It's too artistic. It's too, too artistic. artistic. Like, the first yeah. minute is actually pretty good, because there's, like, cuts of, like, the dude, like, slamming her against the wall, looking like he's going to rape her. Or, like, like, throwing things. Yeah, throwing like, things, like, looking like he's going to, like, whip her with something, like. Or beat and, like, throw a punch or something. Yeah. Like, and like, there's a scene where she spits on him, and that's that's okay. But the rest of it is this weird artistic thing. Like she's there's like like as we said earlier, that there's curtain. like a blood splatter. Yeah. There's like this human centipede curtain thing that I don't know what's to simulate. It just if you want to make a point, you don't go artsy because going artsy, I don't to, for me lowers the effectiveness of your point. Mm -hmm. um, so even if it was some sort of PSA, it didn't work for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't so, even have to be a PSA to make a point, but I feel like it, it wasn't even that strong of a point being made. Sure. Like, all it was was, like, saying this is what an abusive relationship looks like. And I guess yeah. that's a statement, but that's fine. I just don't enjoy it. No. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like when we used to get in trouble for saying, like, I don't want to see girls... Uh, which this will come up again today, but I don't want to see girls take off too much clothes and act too sexy. It's like, we don't, we want to see girls not be slutty. And then yeah. we got crapped on because they were like, girls can do what they want. Like, sexy is fine. It's like, don't be prudes. It's like, I don't understand. It's like, like, like I don't want to see rape. 
I don't want to see like a girl like slutting it up on a stage either. I don't want to see like you know them doing really really like erotic kind of moves because I don't take value from I don't get enjoyment from rape. I don't get enjoyment from like girls just like slapping their ass in my face. Like oh, every once in a while you look at a twerk video, it's kind of funny. Funny, it's kind of funny. there's one not. that like man, I don't know how she makes that class sound, but <laughs> she like pull a candle out. I showed class. I showed all my friends. Woo! We watched that for like four times. We were like, what area of her butt is making that class sound? But anyways, beyond the point, uh, we'll talk more about that kind of sexiness in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but now's the time. We're in the middle of the podcast. We want, of course, thank everybody that yep. makes it this far. Um, we had a lot of kind of milestones happen. In the last couple of days, and last week, sort of. Um, yeah. At least for me, it was big, my master. Uh, we uh, we hit 500 subscribers. Yay! I'm really happy about that. Um, it wasn't too long ago; we were like 250, so you know, double, double it up. Hmm. Um, so when thanks. I, yeah, yeah. When I joined, it was, it was right, shut up. Um, well, so thank you, everybody, uh, for kind of listening to us, and. Uh, also, uh, we kind of hit uh, over a th- 100,000 views mm, on YouTube, that's pretty big which too. is pretty big. And I think our podcast on iTunes is slowly ramping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the most ever downloads this month, and I think we passed like 13,000. So um, it's kind of big, too, for me, anyways. Mm-hmm. So thank you, everybody. Yay! I don't want to clap too loud because of the audio. Yeah, we'll pick it up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we want to remind everyone, I haven't mentioned in a while, but we want to remind everyone to like us on mm-hmm. Facebook. Um, that's where we post kind of uh, bi-weekly or monthly kind of updates about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to ask us any questions or talk to us, maybe the better way is to find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, both things, of course, are at This Week in K-Pop. Um, I've been kind of neglecting checking those things, as I want to do, um, but also mentioning. So mm-hmm. please do those things. Every podcast asks for that. I know it's annoying. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is if you're not following us on Facebook, I talk about scheduling. Because mm-hmm. one of my problems has always been we kind of record whenever the hell uh, we want to record. And sometimes that causes things to be late and people don't know when is what. Mm-hmm. So we're, it's 2014, we got a schedule. So the schedule is like this. Um, it goes like this. Go like this. The video version of the podcast will be released Sunday night Korean time. Yeah. Okay. This is the first time it's happening. It's going to happen. Yeah, maybe like maybe like around eleven or later, eleven to like maybe two or three. It'll probably be midnight, eleven p.m. midnight, somewhere around there. So like technically um, Monday morning. Yeah, but you know you have to add or subtract whatever you need. But it'll be Sunday night. We're gonna say Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday night is when the audio version of the podcast will be uploaded to iTunes. Yeah, you gotta do some tinkering and fiddling. Yeah, editing. I gotta do some editing. Um, Put a little snippets in there. Monday, sadly, Monday is usually a pretty busy day at work, so Tuesday, uh, I can do it Monday night, and then hopefully release it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wednesdays, we're gonna release every Wednesday, we're gonna release a Wagooks, a Wagooks Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about, our experiences teaching and living in South Korea. Yep. So Sunday or Tuesday, depending on how you like to ingest this podcast on Wednesday. So right. it's going to happen. It's going to be just like eat your kimchi, except they're late all the time, too. But, I mean, <laughs> like, everyone, everyone models, like, their podcasts or shows or reaction, whatever, whatever, to, like, eat your kimchi. I don't kimchi. think we do. Uh, I mean, kind of, but. Well, I mean, but... well, the Wagooks are pretty much directly lifted from them. 
Um, but also, well, but the podcast, I, I just want to schedule uh, because it's like I want to know. Like, oh, I shouldn't have said eat your kimchi because there's some ne- negative connotations that. Like every YouTube thing I subscribe to has a schedule. They yeah. release something on Monday, there's something on Tuesday, there's something on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so that you know what you're going to get every single week. And, I, you know, I think it's better for us schedule-wise mm-hmm. um, because yeah, I'm busy. And it's better to know what you're going to see on a certain day. It's always nice, like beforehand. Yeah. I don't want to, like, you know, surprise, you know, my girlfriend is like, well, when's that going to happen? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we're going to record. Uh, so now we have like a specific kind of deal. Now reactions, we're still gonna do whenever the heck we can. Whatever they're released, um, as soon as possible. Like yeah. we're gonna try to make it the same day, but we'll see. It's a little hard, um, but we'll try. Um, so yeah, that's scheduling. I hope it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we also want to mention, of course, last week's Wegoops. We just mentioned it. Yeah. The Wegoop Wednesday episode number six was about your first month in Korea. That's if you. Or like us. Yeah, if you're coming over here to uh, uh, teach. Or maybe you just want to know kind of what your life would be like if you were to come teach. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. The week before that, we did Epic Orientation. Mm-hmm. And Epic is like the program we use to get over here. Yep. Um, so it's, it's really cool. Like, it's really interesting, I think, to, to learn more about what you need in Korea or how crazy Korea is for certain things. And if it's not... Then watch it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and this Wednesday, because this is Sunday right now, this Wednesday, episode number seven, we've already recorded it. Hey. So now I can give you a preview of what it's going to be. schedule. Yeah, buddy, schedule's working out mm-hmm. already. Um, it's going to be about five just interesting things about Korea that we've kind of learned and discovered. Yeah, and everyone kind of does that, but um, hopefully you'll, you'll still get something from it. They're like, no, really? Korea does that? Yeah. Korea does that. Yeah. And we're probably going to do a couple, you know, we already have plans for another one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's coming up next? Um, brainstorming. Brainstorming. All right, speaking of brainstorming, let's talk about some news. You talk about the first one. What, so, what happened first? So as many of you know, uh, GOT7 is a new debut boy group from JYP. <laughs> oh, man, that's something. Um Surprisingly, like two or three of them got swine flu. Like, what's that about? Like, how do you get swine flu? Yeah, there was like, I remember when you saw the news, it was like, like yo, we got swine flu? Like, that's like, back? I was like, these chickens got swine flu? What? Is this like 2010? Like, what is this? No, um, but like, real talk, like, how do you get swine flu in this day and age? Yeah. I think it still, is still kind of a thing in Asia. It's just not like crazy outbreaks. Swine and apparently, it was, it was a thing in the States too. Like, some cases of soup, that. Some cases of the flu were really severe, yeah, and like some people died from them. You know, like usually recently? like old people. Yeah. Apparently, no, no, like this past year, like oh. mm. some some person who was relatively young like died of swine, swine flu. flu. And it was like, yeah, I remember when swine flu that the panic happened, and my whole school was like freaking out. And I, I remember a couple of my students got swine flu. They were out for like a month. Um, but the, the the real reason we want to talk about this is not about something. It's about how sucky must it be that you you finally debuted it. You're working hard. Your song's doing really well. Yeah, a lot of you've created a lot of fans. Yeah, a lot of fans, a lot of momentum, and you got to take a break because three O members got swine flu. Like, what, what kind yeah, of bad got swine flu? JYP is probably like motherfucker. You know, like how I'd be so mad, um, and it must suck for for the dudes that got swine flu because. Swine flu ain't you know, fun to have. Swine flu ain't fun. The regular flu ain't fun. But to have to kind of 
Like, it's not a letdown to your team. It's not your fault, right? And but there's it's nothing like, you can do about it, right? It is kind of a, a momentum killer, a letdown for everybody. Yeah, like, um, you can talk all you want. Well, like, oh, well, I mean, God 7 is, like, they're good enough to, to get past this and all that. That's, like, not the point. The point is, I think God 7 had a lot of steam, uh-huh. and the swine flu thing kind of curbed them a little bit. But it might work for the benefit, because the, the break, it wasn't that bad. Like, they're supposed to come back, I think, the 2nd and the 4th or something like that. Sometime early February. Yeah. So, you know, it's only a couple of weeks. It wasn't like they were gone for a month, two months, three months. So they might get kind of the momentum back be like, oh, they get another debut, right? Mm-hmm. They get another mini debut to be like, oh, we're back, swine flu free, motherfuckers. Swine flu uh, free. Swine flu free for life. Um, you don't know that. That's true. It might come back. Uh, so, yeah. So, congratulations to, to JBJR and Yoon I guess, for... Sticking it out that swine flu. Uh, just watch out for the avian flu next, that bird flu. That bird flu. Um, watch out, of that course, for what other kind of flus? That bird flu. Black kid. death. Watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adult chimpanzee pox. That's, that can be pretty bad, too. Um, you know, sickle cell anemia. STDs. Gotta watch out for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, lupus. You also gotta watch out for lupus. Polio. Um, polio is making a comeback. Polio. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, the second uh, kind of story. It's not really about the story. We wanted to use this as a springboard, but mm-hmm. um, there's kind of rumors about what DSP Media will do with, with Kara. Um, and of course, there's two empty spots. Yeah, right? two members are, are have left or are leaving. One has Kindly, left, one right? is leaving. Um, and so there's rumors saying that they would add two trainees to join them. Rumors. Um, no, it's just rumors. rumors. We don't, I don't really care about that. I just want to talk about what would you do? Like, what would you do if you had this long-ass standing group like, you know, Girls' Generation is your favorite group. Mm-hmm. If three of them left, would you continue them? But how many are there nine? Are there nine? nine. So would you continue as a seven, a six-member group, or would you recruit new people? You know, like, that's that, – that, I think that's a very interesting right. question. Because we've talked on our podcast before about girl groups kind of having a short shelf life compared to more, like, boy groups, per se, right? Yeah. Um, usually girl groups around – the debut of like Wonder Girls, Kara, Girls Generation, like they're they're coming to an end. Yeah. Like they're about to phase out, right? But they're like making a huge lineup shift. Are they gonna sure. promote as what three members? Are they gonna get some new members? Yeah. Right? We don't know. But I think that since you have such a large fan base, I think it'll be hard to introduce new people into like a group that's been withstanding for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, because say you put in two more members to the group and even if they're really really talented sing well dance well they're going to get compared to Nicole to the old members yeah and sure. they're the old members and that's obviously going to start some you don't want that like you want your members to kind of have some sort of cohesion and adding new people in kind of like mixes up the chemistry a little bit um and you're adding like veteran veterans, like serious veterans of like they've been to go and they've been going around, they've right. been going to Japan like crazy, you know, uh, and, and with rookies that that kind of you know don't know what's up. Yeah, um, like you know, unless they're gonna pull like maybe solo artists from like the same label, which I'm not sure DSP has a lot of solo female artists that they can just lump into Kara. Cause, I don't even know who they have besides Kara. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Like um, so. If I was DSP, I would just continue promoting as a three-member group, and that kind of 
Like we've it mentioned before, that great to me. That either. like JYJ and and and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, DBSQ are doing mm-hmm. fine, even though they split. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'll play devil's advocate for a second and say uh, the idea of adding two new members. Like for example, they car's been around for a while. They've been yeah. getting, they've been losing steam. I think their songs been getting a little like this. Just had to go to Japan for a little while. So. Yeah. Now, if you add two new members, that's a whole big uh, chance to change, mm-hmm. change your image, change the way your songs are, just change. And I think uh, rookies nowadays are much more talented uh, than rookies from five years ago. Very true. Um, now I know SNSD of course hasn't had a lineup change, but Wonder Girls had two lineup changes. Yep. You know? they lost Yona, yeah, they lost Yona. They lost. Oh, they had th- no. Yeah, they lost Sunmi. Yeah, they lost um, Sunmi. Yeah. So you know, so they do their thing. You know. Um, so I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I, everything you said is true. They'll get compared. People are going to say they're not as good as before. That's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does give them a chance to kind of reinvent themselves, which is important because if they reinvent themselves, maybe they have three or four more years. Very true. Let alone if, if it's the three girls, there's a big chance that just three girls, then they're just going to slowly go down and crash until yeah. they're nothing, which could also happen. Like, it all comes down to what DSP wants it to. If they want to make money and just kind of continue then they can do a lot of things. If they want to like kind of reinvent Kara sure. and kind of hope for you know them being kind of like an after schoolish kind of group. Sure. Um, as many of you may not know, after school kind of rotates its members. Some members kind of graduate um, once they get to a certain age and either they become kind of solo artists or whatever and they bring in new members into after school and it works fine because after school has been around for a long time but not kind of at the top. So if DSP wants to make money, they can do that. But well, it just kind of a safe route is to leave him as three. Um, yeah. But the more interesting route, I think, anyways, is if they add new members. Mm. Um, that will cause most issues at first, but everyone doesn't like change, and, mm-hmm. and it's fine as long as the change is good. Yeah. Um, I think if it was my group, though, I would probably keep them the mm-hmm. same because safe fits is. You know, especially if it's your know, money, right? Money. Safest is always the best option. Because um, money. But all I would hope for and I would wish is if they ask the girls what they want. Um, that would be nice. Yeah. They probably won't. They won't. They won't. But I will say that I, I'm sure their contracts are much nicer this time because You'd hope the so. other two girls kind of left because of the contract, supposedly. So, you know, hope usually when a girl, girl group gets to this era, they, they get a better contract. Right. Well, they kind of re-sign... Ish. Yeah. If you're big enough, you kind of will hopefully get a better contract, right? Yeah. Now the whole graduating thing is kind of leads into the next uh, mm-hmm. thing, which is that two girls have graduated from Nine Muses. Mm-hmm. Now I don't really care about Nine Muses, but we kind of link this because um, leaving a group and being replaced does not sound as good as graduating. T- um, look at Tiara versus After School. Okay, Tiara, you have members that were either bullied out, bullied yeah. out. Or they kind of left to, to pursue solo, but you kind of knew that they were like, eh, we yeah. don't really like being part of TR. And TR just kind of just got shit on, like, sure. in terms of, like, I mean, a lot of that was image. the why they they not because of Yeah, but, but a lot of that stuff is, like, it kind of is viewed in a negative spotlight. But when sure. you say things like graduate, right? Yeah. When you say things like graduate, it's... It's much nicer, and, you, and nice. you know, you're used to it. Like, after school does it, many girl girls do it. It's a big thing in Japan. Like, you know, I, I grew up listening to Morning Masume, Morning and, and the new, like, AK-48B-97, whatever. AK-47-85. Um, uh, 
Um, I think it's AKB48. But, you yeah. know, they, they, they graduate members, which is like, yo, when you get a little older and, you you know, whatever, you know, you're in. And it's like, we're fine with that. It makes sense. Um, now, I will say that uh, I don't like it. Uh, I didn't like when they graduated a bunch of the members I liked in From Morning with Sime, mm -hmm. and they replaced it with, like, some young chingos. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? And you look like fucking 12 I'm years too, old. I'm too old to like you chingos. Yeah, I'm too old for that. <laughs> but it keeps you fresh for kind of the new generation. And, you know, Morning with Sime has been around for that's what um, money yeah. It's true. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of interesting to me that just frame, you know, framing is important. Framing, you pay people millions of dollars to learn how to frame things correctly. You know, they're called publicists. Um, PR. And, yeah. And they do a pretty good job. You know, I don't think they, like, if they just said, Kara, we're going to graduate them, it might be a little too long in the, in the cycle of Kara for people to buy that. But yeah. maybe if they worded it better, you know, it'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, Kara didn't didn't take such a big shit dive as like Tiara did. Sure. Because um, sure. a lot of people in Kara are just kind of like worried about Kara's future. Like they just legitimately will like Kara and kind of wish for something good to happen to them. But Tiara is like they have a lot of antis, but they have a lot of supporters. Sure. But definitely more antis were made after like people left the group, right? Yeah. So and even saying like, oh, this member is going solo. Like, it does look worse than, like, graduating, right? Yeah. Because when you say graduating, it's like, okay, yeah, they're like they They the finished. They finished. They've done right? their duty. Like, they've done a lot to make the group strong, and they'll still be part of our family, obviously, yeah. but they're probably going to, like, pursue some solo thing, maybe acting, right? Sure. Like, you kind of assume that, but it's like, oh, graduating. Okay, graduating is nice. Yeah. Graduating is always oh. happy. Graduating is always a happy thing. But right? when you say pursue a solo career, it's like, oh, they're selfish. Like, why do they leave the group? Yeah, or something yeah. happened. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, that was all rumors, but I will, they said for the first half of the year, Kara is going to, they're all going to focus on solo activities mm -hmm. anyways. So we'll find out in like six or eight months uh, what's going down. Um, it's, I'm, you know, I'll probably forget halfway through, but I'm mm -hmm. pretty interested to know what, what they're going to do. Yeah, we'll because, have to see. Because it's going to happen in Girls' Generation. Like, three or four of them are going to move away. Like, that's going to happen. I mean, a lot of them already, like, dibbled out on a lot of things. Like, yeah. Yuna yeah. has been acting in dramas since, like, Love Rain. Like, even before that, maybe even. But a lot of them do CF deals. A lot of them, like, want to act. Yeah. Things like Musicals, that. Musicals. Yeah. Soyeon's in a musical right now. Like, Jessica was in a musical. You, you don't know because, you know, you, they can do a lot of things. Yeah. So, so we'll see. It's gonna happen. You watch out. I hope it. not. Yeah. But let's be real, it's gonna happen. Like yeah. they're gonna split up somehow. Sure. Hopefully on good terms. Hopefully graduating. I know you don't want new members to come in, right? Hell to know yeah, new members either. to come in. Um, but, uh, all right. Let's talk about the last uh, story. Um, ties into kind of something we've talked about for a long time, which is that recently there's a big old. I mean, the sexy concept ha has been around for a while, but there's a big old punch of it. Because Girls Day, Dalshabet, AOA, and Rainbow face. Blacks, all four of them were, were, were on the same music show at the same time. Um, sex, sex, sex. They all have sexy concepts. Now, KBS was one of the first ones to kind of give give a statement, official statement about this. But they are forcing all the four of those groups to change their choreography and change their outfits. Either um, too provocative or kind of like too revealing. Yeah. Right? And they're just like, we are going, they flat out said, we are going to cut down on all these sexy concepts. We think it's too 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 much for our viewers. We don't want to see this. Well, um, I mean, I can understand why they're doing that because people, 
people who watch like their the music show kind of they don't really have a age kind of rating. Maybe it's like twelve or thirteen or something sure. like that. You don't want like twelve year olds watching like really really provocative moves. But in my head, like yeah, this is their choreography is like very sexy or their outfits are sexy. But I've seen just the same amount of like revealing like kind of outfits or like provocative moves before, namely Hyuna, right? Sure. And I I really think the reason why they're trying to curve it is because they're all coming out at once and it's right. just gonna be like it's a sexy, sexy music show. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, but they let Troublemaker through, they let blah 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 through and it's like, well that's not the point. Point is is that all Four groups came out at the same time doing this, and the they finally they concept. finally were like, "Yo, yo, this is a little too much." It's a little too much when thirty minutes of our broadcast is filled with, with girls revealing parts of their clothes. Um, now, also, devils like I actually really agree on this. Um, like kids watch this stuff, you know. Now, devil's advocate is that it's out. It's online. They they can't control the music video. The music video is already out there. You know, like. They probably, if they're watching on Music Bank, they're probably already seen the music video. They've already seen the sexy dance, you know? Mm. So why would you need to do it again? But, you know, uh, they can only control what they can control. So I think they're doing a okay job. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm with you on this. I actually like it because when you think about where the, where the line is going to be drawn, like who's going to draw the line, right? Sure. Like parents, yeah. Parents, you can do all you can to make sure your kids are, are not kind of exposed, looking at porn. like exposed to certain things before they're kind of ready or mature enough to view them sure. with kind of like a, a, you know, a logical mind behind it, right? Like to know what they're kind of watching, mm. and there's no no one really to be like, okay, hey, we can't do this, right? No. Like the the the, the the music companies, entertainment companies, they're going to put this out because the majority of people who are consuming their product wants to see this, right? They're not thinking about like the 12-year-olds, 10-year-olds, maybe 9-year-old girls who are watching this and like, oh, I'm going to do that. Like, I don't know what it is, but people like that. I'm going to do that, right? Like, where is it going to, where are you going to, who's going to draw the line? Where is it going to be drawn? And I think, you know, the, the broadcasting stations are you know a great place to start where they can be like okay we don't want this to be shown right we don't want our music show to kind of you know represent this even though the changes are kind of small i'm glad that they're still being like hey someone's trying hey yeah. this is a bit too much hey hey, hey. Chingus. Chingus. hey put on some clothes uh well what i worry about though is that um if the other if nbc and sbs don't agree and do this also then a lot of people are just gonna like 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 so ratings matter more. It don't matter. Like ratings matter more, right? So if they change these things and people all of a sudden stop watching KBS because they want to see the sexy version on SBS or whatever, they're gonna reverse. Like yeah. like money trumps all, you know. Um, so that kind of sucks. So I hope that the other um, studios kind of agree. Yeah, because you kind of have because you gotta agree. Yeah, if they don't all agree. Then that's you kind of have to have some sort of agreement, even if you like your rivals or whatever or your yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they didn't all like it wasn't a statement from all three of them because this is something that can only negatively affect your station if it if the other stations don't do it equally. Yeah, because so, because it's a limit, it's like a it's a rule. People don't like obeying rules, sure. right? 
Well, more so in Korea than, than Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Uh, so, all right, so let's get back to the music videos. Man, it's been a long time since we've talked about music videos. Ah, light week. So, uh, we kind of left the, the newer people at the end. Uh, so, there's a, a new debut of a girl named Shannon. Yeah. You guys have might have heard of her. Um, she was a long time, like, recurring guest on Star King. Uh, she she uh, appeared on Hidden Singer uh, for IU. Um, so, a lot of people might know her from that. But I didn't. You didn't. I just saw this Chingu and I was like, this girl looks white. Um, but anyways, you interrupted me. The Sorry. song is, is by Shannon. And the song is called Remember You. Speed, I, yeah, um, knows. But a group that we don't follow. <laughs> yeah, but we watched a lot of Shannon stuff um, uh, because I didn't know who she is. And I mean, in the comments, they were like, "This girl's Ailey plus Hyorin plus IU, other, other like, good singer, other plus. amazing singers." And you know, she's a really good singer. I wouldn't say she's like all of them plus together. Like, mm. I, I don't think she's a Hyorin. That's kind of pushing it. Like. Um, Maybe Ayu, because even though I think Ayu is a really great singer, I think she's not as good as Alien. Right. She's a different type of singer. I Agree to disagree. Um, I don't think so. She's a great singer. She's an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. I just think Alien and Kyoren are better. Yeah, I don't agree, but that's why we have this podcast. <laughs> I don't even, I can't, like, my brain doesn't understand that. Like, because to me, like, Ailey and Hyorin kind of have a distinctive type of voice. They're really belty kind of, like, style. And is not really a belty kind of style. She's kind of like a hit-those-high-notes kind of style. Yeah, and, but I, you're right. But in my head, belty style is harder than I It's not style. about what's harder. Like, What do you mean it's not about what's harder? It's like you're better if you can do the harder things. I mean... That's hard, what better means. A hard thing is to put emotion into your singing, right? And just... I don't think Hyorin does that better than that. No, but I'm just saying, like, like objectively, like, just because you can't hit a higher note doesn't mean that you aren't better at putting more feeling into your song or, you know, sure. doing that, whatever, whatever. 
Like so, I think IU hits higher notes, but I don't think she puts as much emotion in her songs as as uh, Kyorin. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll take that, but I, I still think IU's like probably up there. I think I've seen a lot of IU live performances, and I think I've seen her not hit her own three note thing that much. I know that's a hard thing to do. I'm not trying to take away from her. I really not, because uh, I've seen her hit that I shit. I got a pillow. We went to her concert. Like yeah. she was really, really good. I just think that uh, she's just not as good as the other two. Now, granted, I haven't seen them in concert, so fuck if I know. Maybe they fuck up all the time. Um, this is besides the point. We talk about Shannon, oh, who's bad. a fifteen-year-old girl, half Korean, half something, English. something white from England. From England, English, something. <laughs> but she has a pretty good voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and this song is a, like a ballad with the beats got an orchestral background, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the music video is kind of one of those behind the scenes. They're recording together. Kind of for it's kind of for fun. Oh, it's there's cute. And you know she's a really cute girl. Um. And so I look forward to more from her. I think this song's a little like tame, a little like generic y. Um, I don't know. She she kinda hits some like pretty good riffs in there, some pretty good notes. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean she she was really good. Like you said, we watched a clip from Hidden Singer where, you know, I didn't know, but apparently the whole thing is like they have five unknown girls, they all sing like an IU song. One of those five is actually IU. Um and, and the audience, and the audience has to guess which one's the real IU. And they reveal it and they go round by round and round until there's like three of them left. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I think they chose Shannon as more IU than actual IU. A lot of people did. Um, a lot of people did. So, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of, you know, it, I've said this before, but I like duets. I like Disney duets. You know, like I like duets that play through it through each other. Like I like musical duets. Because kind of like Disney forth, movies are music, like yeah. singing at each other, back and forth singing at each other, and I never really just understood the idea of a duet where it's just like you saying, you saying, you saying, you saying. Like I don't really like that that much, um, unless it's a rapper and a singer, because I really like that. Um, and this is kind of one of those songs where they kind of are like they're in the same room with each other, but not they're really, really playing off each other. Um, they're kind of just like until the end. I think there's a little yeah. part in the end where they do that. Anyway. But I do. Look, I, I am happy I discovered her. Because yeah. uh, I had no idea who she was. And I'm like, man, she, you know, she's a really good solo singer. I look forward to her kind of growing up and maturing and hopefully, you know, doing more interesting things. But honestly, she's got to have a Korean name. Why not use a Korean name? <laughs> like, well, because Korean this is like the side of Separator. It's like, you know. Like, well, I mean, she's always going to be like a half Korean person. But I think she'd, she'd be more appealing uh, if she had a Korean name. Yeah. But I think that's the point of her. Like, I think there are probably other people that can sing just as well as her. It just so happens she's half and is cute. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you look at like, like members of Girls Generation, like Jessica and Tiffany are from the states, and they have, they have yeah, like they Korean names, but they still use their American names. Like, Tiffany's not even using her real American name. Really? She just made one up. Like her real name, Stephanie. Yeah, weird. Real name is Stephanie. Forgiven name is Stephanie. That kind of blows my mind a little bit. It's like, oh, you want to use your English name? I'm gonna make one up. I don't like mine. Uh, maybe Stephanie is too hard to say in Korean. No, supposedly, supposedly it was like there are too many trainees named Stephanie uh-huh. with the name Stephanie, and uh, Tiff- Tiffany's mother really liked the name Tiffany, mm-hmm. and her mother passed away, uh-huh. and like she chose that as her stage name. I mean, that's a cute reason if, if it's mm-hmm. true. That's when they should have changed her name to like Shantisha or something. It's like Shantisha. I remember that girl from the from the training camp. Shantisha. 
And thus, then, everybody in Korea gets weird dreams. <laughs> um, speaking of weird names, let's talk about the next the next dude. Um, his name is spelled XXXY, but it's pronounced Jexy, mm -hmm. with his song, Flower Selling Woman. stand out to me it was kind of dated a little bit and very artsy um i didn't really enjoy it yeah there's like scenes like she's in a bathtub of blood and like Branches. scratches on herself yeah. like she kind of killed herself but also in the tub was like this tree yeah like no leaves kind of scratching so the song is about a prostitute right like flower selling woman you know uh, we looked at the lyrics after we we watched the video and the lyrics are actually very deep they're very deep um and we were kind of surprised that the lyrics are like better than the music video. Mm -hmm. uh, that the lyrics made the song better and the music video kind of was like, eh, whatever. But yeah, we kind of got used to reading the lyrics and being like, what? Like when we watched the 21 video, we were like, the video does not match the lyrics. Uh, when we read the guy in lyrics, because everyone was like, read the lyrics, you'll understand. And I'm like, we read e even the lyrics don't really match. Um, like the lyrics are much more positive than I think the um than what the video was trying to show. Um, but this dude's lyrics, like, actually, like, I thought made it much better. Because yeah. the, I, it, the translation of it was so much more, like, poignant to me. Yeah. It was more on the nose, less weird, artsy, kind of flowery language. It was more, ironically, but it was more kind of to the point, if you know what a flower-selling girl is. I didn't really. Yeah. But now I know. If you sell, you sell your prostitute. Mm. Um, and the video makes a lot more sense. Uh, it's kind of about how like she's she's like an oh she's getting older and less appealing, but she, she's still trying to be a prostitute. And people are rejecting her, mm -hmm. and so I think the song is like the, so. Then she has no other option; she can't make money other than like kill herself. Um, mm -hmm. And that's kind of what the video was kind of portraying. That was really sad, right? But yeah. like, but also they're really deep lyrics, man. Now the song itself, like, uh, I the chorus part was not awful. I like I kind of like the beat. The beat wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, but his uh, rapping style was not really my type. Like I didn't really like mm -hmm. his rapping style. Um, and you know, with rap, you know, even the rap that I like, like Sonny and Verbal Gent, whatever. Like I don't know what they're saying. 
I just kind of enjoy the rhythm of what they're saying. Mm. Um, the and, delivery, how they how they kind of form their syllables. Yeah. And diphthongs and stuff like that. So like Gary and Lisa, I don't really like their delivery. Um, and this guy, I kind of didn't like really Matt like Clown, his delivery. Like Matt Clown either. Yeah, Matt Clown. I, the song, I like that song with So You a lot more. But um, in general, you don't really. In like general, I didn't like his flow that much. Um, and, and this guy's kind of like that, you know. Which is fine. Plus, yeah. his name's douchey. I mean, <laughs> like Jexy. maybe I just don't understand how it became Jexy. But the only reason we know it's Jexy is because that's how they spelled it in Hangul um, on the video. And supposedly, the reason why his name is <laughs> XXY, is he, he he wants to appeal to both XX chromosomes and XY chromosomes, basically the men and women. But to us, we're like, wait, so he's it. Is this Shingu both? Like this dude got both sets? He's like I'm XX and XY? Like what's going yeah, on? Yeah, both sets? It, it makes no sense. Um but you know, good job, triple XY. Triple XY would be better. Triple XY sounds better. Yeah, triple XY. Uh, triple XY. Why triple X? Uh but yeah, so uh I, I guess we look forward to more things. I like this is the one case. Which I like, where the lyrics really would have helped. What I didn't like, though, was that they didn't put that shit up in the annotations on YouTube. Like, I mean, we, we speak for a very small kind of community. No, we're not even really that small. Like, yeah. the international K-pop loving community pretty is pretty big. Yeah. And a lot, of the, a lot of that community speaks English. Yeah. Um, a lot of it doesn't, granted, but English is kind of like the main language. Sure. So it's really nice to see, like, English subtitles. In the music video, Lowen does it a lot. We yeah, we were praising a lot of the indie or band, or not bands, indie or labels were doing yeah. that. Like, there was a period yeah. of time where, like, any indie video I picked had English subtitles already there. Mm -hmm. um, but recently, it, it's really just been Lowen. Um, and that's, you know, that's oh. it. It's kind of I, mean, speaking, I guess brand new music yeah. does it. Speaking of Lowen, our last song is Sunny Hill's song with Don't Say Anything. Sunny Hill finally got its male member back from the army, but it's four the, girls, one dude. Right? But it, but it's strange because Sunny Hill's always been kind of a co-ed band, sure. but now they're switching it to a girl group band, and he's the producer of this song. Well, like, we didn't know. All we so, knew was he came back from the from the army, right? And he, and we see this dude playing in the piano. We're like, oh, this dude, he's back. He go Let's rap. Let's go. He's gonna do he's some shit. Gonna he's gonna rap. rap. And then we go through the whole song, the whole song, the whole song, and then. 
near the end he says like two sentences in English and we're like those sentences sound weird <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't rap he, he was just like and today I love the the pizza I don't know what he said but <laughs> that definitely wasn't it though. it definitely wasn't that uh, but we were like so we read after he's like oh he's he's just going to be a producer instead of actually joining the group um, and this song was a lot different from what we're kind of used to from Sunny Hill which may be a good thing maybe a bad thing mm-hmm. uh, we're used to Sunny Hill kind of being really really clever with their concepts and lyrics um, they kind of had that one grasshopper song um, I really really like that song uh, the music video was kind of kind of interesting and kind of told the story uh, we also like that well I can't remember that one song where they're talking about like ideal man it's yeah, it was like a collaboration with a, a guy group. Daybreak. Sunny Daybreak, Hill Daybreak. Yeah, that's actually a decent song. Um, yeah, I didn't I really like the last Sunny Hill song, if you remember, right? It's like something of a heart, Starling of a heart or something. Can't remember. Is that Sunny Hill? Yeah. Um, and, but anyways, this song is more of a kind of a ballad. Um, and it wasn't awful. Like I, I didn't I didn't mind it. Um, it wasn't anything uh, too amazing about it. We, we did uh, like the chorus, though. Once the chorus hit, yeah. we are like, oh, this chorus is pretty good. True. But it really didn't match, like, the verses. Like, the verses yeah. and the chorus, even though the song kind of seemed similar, it was probably in the same key, which it always is, um, you just kind of, they sound like from two different songs. Yeah, the chorus was a lot more poppy. Yeah, they, they kind of, like, picked up the bass and, like, yeah. the drums, and the, the, the verses were kind of, like, very bare bones, very simple, but yeah. yeah, very different from what we're used to from Senate Hill. Yeah, and their music video was like, it started kind of like a cool, interesting concept of like, kind of like a room panning and then it resetting and another girl entered the room and it panning, but like, they gave up like one third of the way and it just became close-ups of faces. Face. And I was like, that's freaking lame and boring. And some of it was just like straight up from the 90s, like cringeworthy kind of dated a little bit and kind of like this white glow to it i was like yeah sometimes you see in like really old photos yeah right it it, it just wasn't it was just one anything special it's kind of lame um uh it's kind of sad though because i think them being co-ed was a little bit of like unique and i want to say it's a gimmick but it definitely allows for a lot of different things right sure like at least have a permanent you know member to to rap i guess (laughs) i don't know um but it kind of sucks that, you know, he went to the army, they were like, hey, we're four girls now, and maybe they did better than before, or maybe the guy didn't even want to join the group. We don't know for sure. Maybe he just was like, I've been out of the game for too long, I just want to sit back and produce, maybe. But uh, it's a little sad that they now they're just going to become a girl group, and there's a billion of them now, you know. Um, you know, what's the countdown to the sexy image, you know? I really hope they don't do a sexy image, because Sunny Hill is, I, the reason why I like them is because they're different. Right? Yeah. The song's always have a different sound to them. They have a different sound. They kind of have a, you know, a different way of portraying their music. And I was always, even though I like, sometimes wouldn't like the song, I was always like, oh, that's, that's really interesting of them. I'm glad that they did it. I hope they put out something more of it. Like, you know, but we'll see. Hope it's not sexy. We'll see. And there comes the end to a pretty light, light week. I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm still going to be rocking some four minutes, some miniskirt. I even oh, made a Brave Sound playlist. I'm going to pack that thing with Blaze Brave Sound. Um, even my girlfriend was like, This song, this the we were listening to the four minute song. Uh-huh. And she was like, This song, is this a sister song? And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I wish, but it's, it's not. Um, but, uh, 
I should have mentioned this at the beginning of the episode. I don't know why I didn't, but we're going to bring back kind of a segment that uh, me and Kelvin used to do. Uh, it's been about 10 episodes since we've done it. It's called My Bias. Um, and this is kind of the section at the end of the podcast because we don't want to end the podcast on a down note mm-hmm. um, where uh, me and Josh kind of alternate talking about a song, a K-pop song that was really, really, really important, really impactful to our lives. Yeah. Because as you know, um, we... We like a lot of different K-pop. We like a lot of different music. Um, and a lot of people have a certain song or album or artist that defines a certain period in their life, right? Sure. And this is kind of what it is, right? Yeah. Like, my yeah. bias is like, okay, well, there's this one period of my life where this song was like was my the theme song, was yeah. like my theme song. Yeah. Um, it might not have anything to do with it, but it's just during that time that this song was really, really important or you really like that song, right? Something that warms our heart. Something we just want to have something good. You know, maybe you've heard this song. You probably have heard this song. But there are many of the, like kind of my bias that I picked that just was random and that just meant a lot to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh is new. Josh, this week, what is your bias? So we're gonna start off my bias with, of course, my favorite group, Girls Generation. What? Day. Surprise! With their debut song, Into the New World. which is um, we'll meet again in the in the new world or we'll meet again in the world uh, which it's like symbolic um, so if a lot of you may not know what my k-pop kind of background is like when I really started getting k-pop and went back so I first was exposed to k-pop um, with one of my brother's Korean friends Paul's a shout out to you um, I remember listening to like BOA in middle school and I was like who is this girl what she's like oh she's cute she dances good too like you know it just it just kind of catches your eye and so around I was aware of like k-pop j-pop that kind of music um and it wasn't really until uh I want to say like I knew about g I knew about o but I really started to research kind of like old Girls' Generation songs, kind of around 2010-ish, right? Kind of when O was out, 
almost the boys and like i didn't realize i was getting into k-pop as heavily as i as i did and like there was one point where o came out and someone used the, the acronym snsd and i thought snsd and girls generation were like two different bands for like uh, like a couple oh, wow. months for like a month or two and i was like oh i'm so stupid they're the same group <laughs> they're the same group oh, dude, that happened to me with dbs tvxq yeah, and dbsk and DBSK, i was right? like are these two acronym motherfucking like, groups like i don't understand uh but that was so that's that's embarrassing and uh, when i first listened to like g and sure. like even i think oh i couldn't tell any of the numbers apart like maybe one or two of them but once i started like listening to the boys and like g and o uh, i started like to start picking them out and it wasn't until like girls generations into the new world i was like oh this song like is so good and i was i was watching on repeat on video on youtube like Mm -hmm. repeat 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 and then this is like the first video was like Oh, I know, I know every member. I know who's singing. Mm-hmm. I can tell the different voices. Oh, she's good at, like, Hyoyeon's good at dancing. Like, Taeyeon's, and I was like, I, I'm really, really into K-pop right now. Like, I just, well, it just really hit me. You're really cute girls. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right? Like, it grabbed, like, I didn't realize that, I, I didn't realize, like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to, like, Super Junior's Sorry, Sorry. Like, sure. I'm, it was your you know, gateway. Like, yeah, like, gateway it, it, this song wasn't really necessarily the gateway. Uh, because I was exposed to like a lot of K-pop beforehand, like I knew who Super Junior was and I knew who like Big Bang are and stuff like that. But then around like 2010, late 2010, I was like, I'm really really getting into K-pop. Like for some reason, like this song was the was the signal that was like, you are a K-pop lover now. Like you you you're following. You have a you have a you have a bias. You have a bias. You can tell everyone apart. You can tell the voices apart. You know all their songs, even their debut song. And I was like, I I know that this is their debut song. And I was like, now you know their birthdays. You know their dogs' names. Your whole bedroom is filled with posters of them. Yes, like this chinger knows everything about them. So yeah, this song was the song that kind of told me, hey, you're kind of addicted to K-pop now. Sorry. You know, I thought it was kind of interesting because when you picked Into the New World, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, it's your favorite band. This is their debut song. You must have started from the beginning. But it wasn't until, like, 10 minutes into talking to you, I was like, I'm fucking confused. Like, why are you talking about O&G? And you're like, oh, you actually listened to those songs first Mm -hmm. and then decided to go back to the very first song, which Mm -hmm. is pretty different than G and and, and O and stuff. And and that was the song that you picked as your ultimate, like, SNSD song. Yeah, because, I mean, G and... G O and like the boys, like those songs were so like and, like Genie was in there, like so yeah, boys? I like those songs like I heard of, right? Like the really really big songs, and I was like, oh, these are really catchy songs, but I didn't really like pay attention to the group, you know? Like you'll hear a good song from a group, and you'd be like, oh, this song is good. Like say AOA's mini skirt, right? Sure. We like AOA mini skirt. It's a good song, but I hell if I know any of those Chingu's names. <laughs> Hell, if I could even tell some of them apart, right? But sure. to be fair, I don't even know all the Girls' Generations members' names. Exactly, right? So, but you're not a Girls' Generation fan. It's true, and also nine's too many, right? But you, but you know Wonder Girls. That's you know, Wonder, you know Girls. Wonder Girls. You know every member of Wonder Girls. I don't know birthdays. Right? I don't know if they got dogs, and my room ain't filled with them. But that might be a little bit too much. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I don't go to Reddit. You, you fucking Wonder Girls Reddit. 
I don't go to special forums and shit. Actually, I did. Uh, that's a lie. I didn't hey, go to... Because I used to download every performance that they did. So I would have like 13... Like, th- like January 1st version of this song. January 2nd version of this song. So January there you go. Version. And it's three of each because they perform on all three. Mm-hmm. Like, Music Core, Music Bank, and UI. But this song was the song when I listened to it. This is the song where I'm like, okay, this is the song where I got into K-pop. This is the song that drew me into K-pop. You went from enjoying it to obsessed. Yeah. Like, this is a song where I knew that I was a K-pop lover. Yeah. Yeah. I think mine, I, I've talked about it before on my bias, but that was 20 you know, episodes ago, maybe, mm-hmm. your new listener. But mine was definitely Wonder Girls, and I don't, it's probably Tell Me. Like, that was the first time I was like, oh, oh, who are these changes? Because I remember listening to the first debut of Wonder Girls, and I don't even know the name of that song, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. Um, but my story's a little bit different to you, because, like, mm-hmm. I didn't have friends who like K-pop. I didn't have any over. I didn't even know. To be honest, I didn't know. I don't, I've never been a friend with a Korean person. Um, my town is very segregated. <laughs> like never been friends with a Korean. Person. Very, very segregated. It's so weird. Like I, I really thought about this the other day. I was like, oh my god, all my friends are Chinese, but not only the Chinese are all from Taiwan. They're not mm. actually Chinese. You have like no Cantonese friends. Um, I've no. I've one Cantonese friend. We always give him shit for it. Um, but like you know, I was wanting a Korean friend, so I came to Korea. I have a lot of Korean friends. You don't have a lot of Korean. That's true. Can't be like flies. We can't keep friends. We can't keep friends. <laughs> Why don't people like this? But my my Yoja Chingu is Korean, so we're good. Word. Word. Anyways, um, so I kind of discovered Korean, like K-pop like, all by myself, except for Boa. I do remember someone being like, yo, Boa in middle school. And I was like, Boa, Linkin Park, and Limp Bizkit, and, you know, oh, Raging as the Machine is so much better. Um, so I listened to that instead. But when I got into J-pop, that's actually when I uh, uh, heard Boa more. So I actually weirdly associate Boa with J-pop more. Um, hmm. I remember when I realized she was Korean, and I uh, would listen to the Korean version of the song, and I'd be like, this is not right. This, not right. <laughs> this sounds funny. Yeah, it sounds weird. It's like when you hear the English versions of, like, Nobody or something. Oh, the like, English version of right. The Boys? Like... Yeah. Like, what's... Like, I remember... It's all getting good. It's just like, if, when it's in English, it's like, now I understand the lyrics, and it's just not right. Like, I don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to kind of alternate, probably. So next week, I'll probably do my bias when he has got the pick of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we used to do it with Kelvin. Um, and yeah, so we gotta end on a happy note. SNSD, come back soon. Please come back soon. I know, if oh. it happens at midnight, you're gonna drive over here right away. You're gonna wake me up and be like, yo, Chango. You <laughs> could be asleep. You're right. I'll, I mean, obviously, I'm knocking on your door and I'm opening up like, oh, you ordered chicken coop. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> like, your pants are already, like, you know, off. Like, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, we saw a teaser of it, I think. They haven't even really released it to the public, right? We yeah. watched the teaser at their concert because we went to the concert. And, I mean, it didn't look like something I was too excited about. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it, but it's... It's mature. Mature art Because it can't go back to cute. I no. wish, though. Like, that's my favorite shit is cute. Anyways, besides the point, that's the podcast. We thought it'd be a short podcast, but it turned out to be pretty darn long. Because um, we argued a lot about Guyan. We did argue a lot about Guyan, mm-hmm. about IU. Um, I was a good singer, man. She, she I, I know good. she's really good. I'm not saying she's bad. She has I'm good really as Haley, dude. She, she had a different know. style. You're right. It's different style, but I think I naturally associate certain styles being better than another certain style. I think I can even sing higher notes than you. Man. 
But like you said, hiring ain't always better. Two chains. All right. Um, But anyways, IU, I didn't really like your new album. Maybe that's why I'm a little sour on you. Um, But when you start working with Brave Style, then we'll see. (laughs) Then we'll see. I mean, but Brave Style has put out things you don't like, though. That they have. We looked up the discography. 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 Discography of Brave Style. I was like, man, a lot of these songs I did not like. Disco crappy. The disco crappy. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's episode number 40. 40, and wow. Just to remind you, of course, video episode. We're probably watching this on Sunday. Audio version, you're probably listening to this. Released on Tuesday night. And Waygooks Wednesdays. Don't forget that on Wednesday. So until next time, Chang'e. Bye. Ching chong, Chang'e. That's racist, man. <laughs>